Okay, we're back with another Jazz Matters podcast. Uh, of course, I am Edwin Williams with Jazz Matters. Uh, today, we'll be talking to our saxophonist, Kenneth Faison. Now, uh, we also have, of course, our co-host, Vaughn Coulter uh, from Jazz Beats Radio. Uh, what we want you to do uh, uh, is go to the Yes Jazz Matters website and check out everything there is to know about Jazz Matters. Jazz Matters is a, a, a 501c3 uh, a nonprofit, and we do have uh, uh, our dedication is preserving heritage and culture of jazz and everything, all music related to jazz. Mm -hmm. uh, we also um, have over there a donate page. And you know, all 501s have to have donations. Uh, so please kick along the donation and also subscribe to us, like us, uh, throw us out there on Facebook or Instagram or all the rest of the platforms that's available to you. But we're going to talk a little bit with uh, Kenny. I've been trying to get up with Kenny for about two years. And, oh, man. <laughs> uh, he's, he's been moving around so much because he's got a lot going on with the, with the music and, and he has uh, several groups that he... Uh, he pretty much is the leader or manager of. And uh, Kenneth, go ahead, for all the people who don't know, uh, just tell them who you are, where you're from, and how you got started in this business. Okay, I'm. Um, my name is Kenneth Faison. I'm originally from Vidalia, Georgia. Um, I was a PK, so I started playing instruments in the church to back up my dad. I started on drums um, and then you know, moved to saxophone. I got a music scholarship to Clark Atlanta University which is what brought me to Atlanta under Mr. James Patterson. Um, and that was my introduction into jazz music. Up until that, I had, I had been listening to um, a lot of gospel artists, um, uh, Gerald Albright, as far as my, my, my jazz influence, my initial jazz influence, and Dave, David um, Sanborn. Um, and then I had a, a friend of mine named Ken Roberts, who was, uh, he was, uh, I guess, uh, he was a clinician. For, for a marching band program I was in, and he's from Atlanta. And he turned me on to the whole Clark Atlanta University Jazz Orchestra and got me connected with Mr. Patterson. And um, I came up, did an audition. And my first audition, I thought I was at Clark, but I was at Morehouse. And I was auditioning at Morehouse, and they said, man, we give you, we, 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 yeah, we'll take you, we'll take you. But they didn't have any information on me. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, mm. I, think, I think I'm at the wrong, I think I'm at the wrong place. <laughs> 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 and then, you know, and then we were asking where, if they knew Mr. Patterson, of course they directed me to Clark, and um, we we auditioned over there, man, and and I just kind of, I felt at home, you know. The guys were really, they were really embracing. They loved my talent, loved my sound, and they they started turning me on to different artists. The first artist Pat turned me on to was Charlie Parker, but um, hmm. I, he, man, I, I heard I heard um, I heard Cannonball, and I, I put I put Parker down. <laughs> I fell in love with Cannonball. Man. Yeah, I fell in love with Cannonball. <laughs> fell in love with Cannonball, but um, you know, at, at Clark we we did we did a lot of European tours. We went on tour. We did CAU on tour. Um, we had a small group, so I got a chance to play in a small group setting, as well as the big band setting. Um, and from there on, man, it was just an, I, I had an appreciation and a love for music, which kind of, I guess, jazz music is like the foundation. It gives you the foundation of all music styles, you know. And from there, I did mm -hmm. horn section mm -hmm. stuff and, and, and toured with different artists. Uh, I did disco artists for a minute. I did Gloria Gaynor for a minute. Um, I did hip hop. 
with Outcast and um, um, what's the guy's name? Ti, <laughs> Ti, those guys. Um, but I don't know. I mean, now I'm doing. I'm putting together bands. My my my, my idols and goal. I guess one of my idols have been um, uh, Barry Gordy and Quincy Jones. You know, I love those guys. So now I'm trying to kind of build bands and, and do records and produce artists and stuff like that now. So you're moving but into I'm the open for uh, producer. Say again? You're moving into the production thing. Yeah, man, you know, it's, it's funny because I've done, man, everyone doing doing the bands, man, I've been a driver. I've been I've been uh, stage crew. I've been the lighting guy. You know what I mean? It's like you learn so much doing this and you appreciate it all because it all it all is connected to the music, you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think it's time for me to kind of evolve evolve to the to the production side of it. Well, the good thing about that is uh, because of the way you did it, and and you still have uh, you know something to fall back on from Clark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is kind of the way you know most guys I know that do excel in the, in the business. They'll mm-hmm. start out. Uh, let's say it like let's use a military term. Say the grunt work. Uh, okay. Like, being the driver, being the, yeah. you know, working yeah. with techs and, you know, also at the same time being a good musician. You and know? playing at the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's because all that stuff that's around you piques your interest, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, well, why is it like this? Or what do you have to have to have this? And, you yeah. know, all the tools that it takes for you. So like you said, eventually you, you'll be able to step out and control your own destiny. Really, okay. Uh, okay. just by doing that, because that's yeah. a foundational piece that is uh, that you don't have to necessarily rely on outside uh, uh, entities. Outside for, sources. Yeah. yeah. For, for yeah. only thing you want from them is is advice and a, and a direction on, on the level that you're not on. But you mm-hmm. you know you know what you got to have. You can speak the language. Yeah. 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 And so I, I was blessed, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was blessed to have. I think it's very important to have good teachers and good mentors. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I say good, and I'm not saying good as, 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 as they're, they're uh, you know, I, I think good is in all people. I'll put it like that. So, you know, you have some people who, who, are, who, are, who are not church-going people. You know what I mean? But they're, they're great people. And so music has taught me to open myself up to different kinds of people. And I've learned that everybody has something to teach. You, you know what I mean? From the sound guy who, who's 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 maybe over there drinking a whole drinking a fifth of alcohol, you know what I mean? While he's mixing while he's mixing the show, he still has so much to give to you, you know. Um, I just I just learned a lot from a lot of different people in the business um, along the way, and I, and I, and also was a teacher. I was a teacher for a number of years. I taught I taught public schools for like two or three years after I graduated, and um, that connected me more to the to the. I never want to get. To the point where I don't, I don't, I'm afraid of my own neighborhood, per se. You know what I mean? Right. And that's that's something that my instructors always gave me. So I, I wanted to go and teach. I wanted to get a feel for what the kids like, what the kids appreciate. You know, and and ironically, they love jazz, man. Yeah. The kids love what you put in mm-hmm. front of them, what you put on their ears. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. I, um, right. I, I still I still feel that there's a good connection there. Right. Yo, Vaughn, step on in here, Vaughn, and uh. What's Vaughn up, Vaughn? Uh, Jansville at uh, Jazz Beach Radio. So I know Vaughn got quite a few questions because uh, well, you know, I, I was going to say that uh, he put in the time um, doing all the grunt work, and and you know yeah. you you've gotten to the position now when you're going to start producing. I, I you know I I feel you on that. I 
I've done the same thing in order to uh, obtain some sort of some sort of status, getting ready to move on to another level. But um, in your, what was your, your your childhood like growing up in in the music industry? Well, um, I, I, my father, my mother and father divorced. My father was a drummer. My father was a drummer, and um, I mean he played. My father played with the Manhattans. He played a little bit of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, and wow. so he would take me to the studios with him, you know. And, and I would see my dad in the glass playing the drum. My first instrument was drums. But my dad was such a, he was such a difficult teacher to please. You know what I mean? So, so I make a mistake playing drums. I might, I might get a stick, you know what I mean? Upside my head or a stick upside my hand. So, um, yeah, he, he was a drummer, man. And he, I guess my passion just watching him play and seeing him, you know, kind of mix and mingle with his friends and all, that, that gave me a, a passion for music. My mother divorced my father when I was six, but um, she married a preacher and he was a trombonist. So I was still around, mm, okay. you know, I was still around the music and um, my mother was the choir director. So I came up, you know, staying late nights at, at the church, listening to all the voices and all that. Ironically, my first, my first teaching gig, I was the choral director. Coming out of college, I was a co director, yeah, okay. at um, East Lake Elementary. So that was a good deal for me. Right. Um, pull, just pulling, pulling from my childhood, you know, um, to kind mm -hmm. of uh, facilitate my life at the time. But um, yeah, I, I had a great, I had a great childhood as far as music. I would go from, I would go from a Pentecostal church to a Baptist church, you know. So I got, I got the, 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 the all the music and all the interaction of the of the hooping and hollering on the Pentecostal side. And then some weekends I'll be with my grandparents getting the the, the spirituals, getting all that, you know. So I, 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 church was my, my beginning and where we started. All right. Hmm. Well, uh, and also right now, uh, what you got on the burner right now? What, what are you into right now as far as... Uh, yeah, well, um, with the pandemic, I'm sure everybody's got some kind of plan going on, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, let's yeah tell us what's happening right now. I, I was I was full go on, on on the bands, the wedding bands, producing wedding bands, and sending them out. Our shows, of course, got cut, but most of them got rebooked for for this year. Hopefully, you know they'll pick up um, for this year, but. Um, Man, I've been, I've, I've, I started recording with a friend of mine who, his name is Chuck Harmon. Uh, he's a part of a group called Weirdo Workshop. And so we were working with his projects and stuff like that before the pandemic. And we're still, do, still doing stuff like that with him now. Um, I'm doing a horn section. I do the horn section with him, which is sax, uh, uh, alto tenor, baritone, trumpet, and trombone. Um, and we actually got nominated for a Grammy with an album we, we, we did with him. Um, uh, for Leandria Johnson, gospel artist. Okay. Was, yeah. But he's a great writer, man. Great guy. Um, outside of that, man, shedding. Um, I've been I've been playing a couple of small groups with uh, a couple of local artists. Um, last night, I did something with a friend of mine named Jay Fly, who's um, producing oh, yeah, this. Yeah. 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 Jay Fly's a good cat, man. And, and, and yeah. we met we met when we were kids because he's from he's from Wayne County, which is way across Georgia. And I'm from Toombs County, which is Vidalia, Georgia. So we, um, earned, like childhood competitions, I was in Quiz Bowl and, 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 and um, debate team and stuff like that growing up. So we actually had a competition at the school. So yeah, we go way back, man. We go way back. Um, but he's doing something for um, Black History Month with the Apex Museum. So we worked with him last night on some horn, horn arrangements. 
Wow, good deal, good deal. But uh, man, you know, I'm, I'm a father. I'm a father of three, so the pandemic has had me also. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> my responsibilities kind of, kind of shifted to, uh, to uh, father the house kind of deal. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm making it happen, man. So all the time that I miss yeah. with my kids from, from working out with them and right. you know just going to the to stores with them and cooking with them and stuff like that. That's kind of what we're getting in there. So you you doing the virtual teaching? Uh, well, or? um, I did a couple. Of, I did a couple of classes with a couple of guys, man. Mostly, mostly guys I went to college with. They okay. reached out to me and wanted to kind of further along, you know. And I had some time, so I worked with them on some things. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I gained, I gained 15 pounds there during this pandemic, man. I'm in the gym myself <laughs> trying to. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying I, to share to get it back, man. We're supposed <laughs> to be going back out in March, so I'm trying to get it down. Yeah, you put on that. Well, that's that's what I call that uh, pandemic weight, you know. That uh, pandemic weight, man. And it, yeah. and it seems like it only settles pandemic in one weight. area, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it seems right around the waistline, you know. That's it, man. That's it, around, it, man. You know, the only exercise you get is moving from one one room to the next. Just watching whatever happens. Go sit in one room. Get up for a minute. Yep. And go sit in. Yep. That's about it. So uh, now with the. Uh, now you have multiple bands, right? Uh, right now, right now, okay. right now we're working with three. We're working with three different units. Um, okay. The Showstoppers Pill Party Band. We have a third unit that we're working on now, trying to okay. get them out there. And, and, and to be honest with you, man, I've, I've, that came about. I was doing um, Jerry Freeman. Jerry Freeman pulled me into horn section work, and I was working with Horns Unlimited. And I, I you know, it was like multiple multiple groups needing horn players. And um, he, he sent me to a band. He said, hey, man, this could be your band if you could put a horn section together. I said, okay, I, I put a horn section together based on friends that I went to college with, you know. And so the corporate band became kind of like a stable income for us. You know what I mean? And so I would turn all of my friends on, you know, who, who was singing in the clubs or were singing on tour. They came off. And eventually the, 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 the band leader came to me and said, hey, man, um, you know, you, you, you're so resourceful with the, with the you know, pulling people in. I want to give you this band. I want to sell you this band. I said, wow. <laughs> At the time, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see myself being that type of leader. But then I saw the need for just stability amongst my friends with, with jobs and, you know, work. So uh, we took it on, man. And, um, you know, after that, we built a, a sub list of musicians, people that we can call. I sublist became another band, you know, same thing with our third band, it's becoming another band, but it's become, um, it's really become, a, 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 like I said, a, a staple for, for the musicians, you know what I mean, right. as far as income. Week to week, you got to check, you know, um, and, and then the, the caliber of musicians are, are good musicians, you know, good singers, you know, so it's working, it's working. Yeah, uh, usually, and, and in that field, as long as you have, uh, as long as it's well organized, then yeah, you, know, you can continue to work uh, because there is, there is not going to be a shortage, you know, of those type of jobs. You know what I'm saying? But, mm -hmm. but it's, mm -hmm. in in some cases it could be seasonal where you do more than others. You know, but yeah. for the most part, yeah. uh, it is one of those situations where you have that opportunity. You have mm -hmm. the opportunity to move in or out uh, uh, of that kind of thing, and it's always yeah. good because you can always see you always see what you have. And you can say, well, I want to go mainstream with this. So yeah. then you start yeah. thinking about, you know, uh, how do you get uh, the people that you're working with?
to go a little more mainstream. Mainstream, so what I mean yeah. by mainstream, of course, is, is you're looking at trying to find out or put a production together or a person uh, yeah. like you yeah. already doing. You see, you already mm -hmm. in that situation where you got some artists that you know that have that potential to yeah. be played in mainstream uh, radio. Mm -hmm. But uh, now, how um, how did you run across these uh, the artists? Because you did uh, let me know about a couple that you had um, that you were interested yeah. in trying to. Are you going to try to do the, uh, put them in the mainstream environment? Or I, gonna... we, we were talking, yeah, that's what I want to do with them. Um, um, and, 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 and the thing about it is, like, through doing the wedding bands and all, I've seen the response of the audience to the, you know, I've seen them grow to becoming a better, a better artist. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the goal, man. See, the corporate bands for me was, it was almost like, it was almost like Motown, Motown bands, you know what I'm right. saying? But the market didn't dictate mm -hmm. like the Motown band anymore. It was like, you know, everybody was, they weren't taking horns on the, on the road. They weren't taking five, five singers on the road. But this corporate unit gave me the opportunity to experiment with that whole thing all over again, you know? So yeah, I want to, I want to take these, it's about two or three artists that I have in mind that I want to take to, um, you know, just, just kind of evolve from where we are to a bigger audience. Um, and do some original music with them, and then also do some covers with them. Reintroduce right. some songs to the mainstream again, you know? Um, yeah, uh, uh, Vaughn and I were talking about something similar to that uh, recently about uh, having the groups do it. There are a lot of groups now that do covers. And yeah. what we were talking about was basically trying to find that element that was lost in the music, which was soul. Yeah, uh, sure. and, and especially in the blues music or R&B music, uh, I think they pretty much put it in a different category now. Uh, R&B now is something totally different from uh, yeah. from the way we came up with it, which also caused you to lose an element, which was the soul. And, okay. Vaughn uh, had a couple of groups that he gave me to about uh, that he was listening to. So Vaughn, uh, what do you have, man? Well, I was, you know, the conversation, yeah, I was looking at the um, the fact that, you know, um, many of these bands of um, the past, you know, kind of, I, I like going back in time. Yeah. And I've kind of like, you know, kind of compared what, you know, how, how that groove, how that, that soul came up to a certain point and completely shut off in, in the industry. Okay. And I know it has something to do with the way the record industry has 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 <laughs> the term I want to use is mutated into something that isn't what it used to be. But okay. um, the evolution of the sound is 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 no longer there. And um, you know, just trying to find a way. You know, because so I'm, like I'm looking at it, that's when music was that, yeah that was that's when music music was at its finest. You know, being okay. able to play those melodies. And that yeah. bass line and that, you know, those 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 keyboards yeah. and yeah. that 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 rhythm beat, that rhythm section, the drum, the bass, the lead mm -hmm. guitar or the rhythm guitar. I mean, yeah. Yeah. my gosh, it's a conversation. It's, it's, it's a conversation. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And uh, so, you know, I'm just looking, trying to figure out how can that be returned, you know, back to the form. I don't think the record industry has no interest in even doing that anymore, but we have to find a way to get it back. We okay. have to yeah. find a way to get it back. 
yeah. it's, it's inevitable. And so, you know, what you're doing, from what I understand, you have your own, like a, a like a, a cadre of musicians, you know, the mm -hmm. horn section and, and, and vocals that, that mm -hmm. you know, you leave, you leave that option available to the artist to be able to capture that sound again, you mm -hmm. know, and, and yeah. you have that contact with those musicians to be able to bring them in. Uh, yeah. Are you seeing any positive reaction from that? Oh, yeah. What 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 I've noticed? What I've noticed is like, it's almost like it's already in us to appreciate this music, because I want to say it's innate. You know what I mean? That feeling that that live music gives you the horns, the all it's innate. So when we when we're playing the music, and I see these young kids, twenty to twenty five years old, singing all of all of the soul music, great singing Aretha Franklin, singing the Michael Jacksons, singing you know, it 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 showed me that it's bigger than the record industry. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of like music mm -hmm. is uh I just you said we could take it back. Now I tell you what I do what I what I what I do see happening in this city. Um Atlanta is a great city to the point where you could start trends here. You know what I mean? We could we could, just like you were talking about reintroducing the music to another to another platform. We could start a band in Atlanta specifically for that, right? And just record them playing mm -hmm. here, record them doing this record them with special songs, put it out on social media, strategically, put it different places, and it'll catch. It'll catch. This city oh, still yeah. has that vibe. Yeah. You know I mean? It still has that, that attraction all over the country, all over the world, to be honest with you. There's no other city in the world like this, like Atlanta. And I think that's why we get a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, attention, because the, the name of our band is called Atlanta Showstoppers. So, you know, people are like, oh, man, okay. this is a hot band out of Atlanta, a hot band of Atlanta. And I notice now, I mean, it's, it's becoming like the thing to do. Included land in your name. Included land in your name. You know, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I've, I've, man, uh, my my kids from my my son texted me yesterday. He said, "Dad, I'm listening to a lot of jazz music now." My son's 21. You know, um, and it's wow. just just for wow. them to be exposed to it. You know what I mean? Right. They'll pick it up because it's already there. It's already mm -hmm. there. I wanted to mention, uh, I of, um, there's two young twin brothers that I have contacted over the last couple of weeks. They're called the Moore Twins. Okay. And I know that. Involved. I'm friends with them on Facebook. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I'm All friends right, with them good. on Facebook. And uh, their father too. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're, they're good players. Good players. Yeah, I yeah. follow them. I had a conversation with their, yeah, I had a conversation with, his, with their dad on uh, a day or two ago and uh, mm -hmm. thinking about having them come on a, a call into the radio show so I can interview them. Yeah. And uh, his dad, their dad expressed a, a great deal of interest in being able to let me know that, that his sons are highly uh, um, um, involved in the pres preservation of this art form yeah. and how they, you know, look forward to being able to propel this into the future uh, to be able to, because they're only 25 years old. These kids are yeah. just like just starting out yeah. and uh, yeah. they are doing some incredible work right now um, in, in, you know, recording and just I've being able to play that. at yeah. some yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told the dad, I said, you starting them, you starting them off. Absolutely right, dad. Because <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. That, that, totally agree. Totally yeah, they're going to be taking this music into the future. Mm -hmm. And along with uh, 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 Justin Lee um, uh, uh, Schultz out of Florida, that young kid right there is okay. He's an instrumentalist. And what what instrument does he play, man? My gosh. Hmm? What instrument is he playing? Say that again. 
What an instrument uh, does Justin he play? Schultz, he, plays, he plays. He yeah. He plays keyboards. He's, Keyboard, right, okay. he's basically a keyboardist, and then okay. he's, he's a bassist as well. He can play wow. the drums. Wow. Now, okay. And he's also working with the vocoder. So okay. he just recently okay. joined uh, 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 Alexander Zonchek, the flautist, on his latest single. And okay. uh, it's just an amazing, you know, both of them are are moving into the, I mean, you know, in, into the top charts right now. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Justin Lees has uh, 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 Gerald Albright on it, along well, with um, that's good. the keyboard artist from uh, um, Pieces of a Dream. Okay. And yeah. uh, they, you know, it, it's in the top twenty right now as far as Billboard charts is concerned. But anyway, I just want to say, it's breathtaking to see these young kids do what they do mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and they're interested in looking backwards, which is good because these yeah. kids are inspired by Art Tatum, Oscar yeah. Peterson. I've seen it. Yep, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, you know, Chick Corea. You know, thinking about they, you know, you mentioned that, more. There's another guy here um, named Chavis Flags. Have you heard of Chavis Flags? That name sounds familiar. Yeah. Now, Chambers, yeah. Chambers, is, Chambers is the guitarist. I was, um, at one point, I was a uh, music director at Word of Faith with Dale Bronner. And he was, okay. he was a young guitarist. He was a young guitarist over there. And he's the guy that's on the, on the skateboard that's going around the city playing rock and roll and doing, I don't know if you've seen the post, man. He's, he's really blown up, too. But he's, he plays saxophone. Mm -hmm. He plays guitar. He plays keys. He plays drums. It's like these kids are so talented. They just need they just need those instruments in their hands. That's all. Now that's another that's another campaign that I wanted to start. Yeah. Now uh, with Jazz Matters, that's also a, a thing that we have actually focused on was to get the uh, kids in school to be exposed to the instruments, yeah. and that way, yeah. you, you now when you do that, you develop the music trend for the free, mm -hmm. for the future. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. as long as they have exposure to it and they they'll start understanding really what they're dealing with as far yeah. as the music, that's you know, for a lot of them that's their way out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, because like for instance, uh, like college for instance for a lot of kids is not college isn't for everybody. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But mm -hmm. sometimes like I mean, and reason why you could say that in the music field because if you went up and asked a person, uh, uh what uh, college uh, did uh, John Coltrane graduate from? <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Or Charlie Parker, or you know what I'm saying, or, or, yeah. or yeah. I mean, the, the, and Earl Garner. The list goes on and on. Duke Ellington. Mm -hmm. I mean, none mm -hmm. of those guys ever went to college. See what I'm saying? No. They no. were gifted musicians because the the, the, the tools were put mm -hmm. in front of them at an early age, and they. Yeah, yep. That's that's what yep. the deal is. So at Jazz Matters. You working on you want to notice too with the younger with the younger generation. I'm sorry. You know what I was saying? With the younger generation, I'm noticing they're playing they're playing like four instruments at one time. Yeah. Whereas my 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 generation want we just wanted to play one or two. You know what I mean? Oh, These guys okay. are playing four and five instruments at one time now. Well, the funny thing is, like when I was going to school, that's the way I was. I wanted to play all a lot of different instruments. You want so, to play everything? I wanted to play all the instruments. But the thing about it was, of course, you know, you you can play them all, but there's going to be one or two instruments that you're really going to excel on. You know what I'm saying? It's just the... That you have to, you know? yeah. Uh, but what Jazz Matters, like I said, we're trying to do um, uh, programs for schools to expose the, the kids 
especially the younger kids. And uh, we want to give them that platform, yeah. that opportunity. But mm-hmm. and back at um, what you're doing right now, Ken, uh, you working on any original stuff? I am. For yourself? I am. I've done, I've done some stuff with, uh, are you, you, you're familiar with Dwight Smith? You know Dwight Smith, the drummer? Yeah. I know He's a local guy. He's a local guy. I've worked work with some stuff with him. I've done the, the Jackson brothers, Michael Jackson and Edward Jackson. Yeah. I've done some stuff with them. Um, but I'm, I'm leaning more towards gospel right now, too, man. I'm okay. doing a lot of spiritual work and stuff like that. Um, maybe with three or four saxophones, yeah. you know, like a quartet kind of sound. Right. But um, uh, I, don't, I don't anticipate that coming out until probably like the summer because it's, 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 a, it's, a it's a different thing for me. It's like I'm not, I'm not really trying to do CDs. I'm trying to do more catalog stuff yeah. and just have yeah. it available. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, just catalog it. I have people in mind. I want to sing my songs, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to catalog them right now and get them get them together. Right. Okay. Uh, I know that uh, that uh, me and Vaughn talk a lot about different uh, subjects, but the thing is, uh, in, in, in your situation, uh, right now, because of the pandemic, of course, you know nobody's able to get out. Uh, when you when, mm-hmm. when this thing kind of eases up, uh, because you're in so many different directions right now, mm-hmm. uh, what what are you going after first? You know what I'm saying? Something, you know, something with the stability, you know, that that it has, or you're going to do more on the writing end or the recording end. I mean, which uh, direction are you going to go with? Yes. Because we'll be we'll be. I've, I've always wanted to do a. a I've always wanted to do a record of the band, like a band record, um, and and just talking to the different band members. I think everybody now is at a, at a point where they're extremely grateful for the gifts they have. You know what I mean? And now we're tuned in to want to do an album, so that may be something we do. Um, but I, I, man, just to be back on the stage would be just enough for me right now. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Know just right. to be back able to play on the stage yeah. would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there may be a. But I'm looking. I'm looking for. I'm, there may be an issue. Uh, you said getting back that. may be an issue? Yeah, well, getting back to stage and doing what you're doing for the, the crowds yeah. that you want to yeah. deal with. Uh, so when you when you mm-hmm. go back, I mean, you know, of course, it's a possibility that, you know, the money, mm-hmm. the money that would be involved would be a little less because there won't be as many people coming out immediately, you know? So mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that does would that have any effect on, you know, you performance it or you just want to perform? Um, now you said as far as like the money being available for the band, the size of the band or? Yeah, yeah, the sizes of the band and the fact that, you know, you, uh, the venues will probably have a limited amount of people that they can deal with. Oh, yeah. you, know. you know what I noticed? What I noticed has been going on and this is, this is kind of one of the, I guess, the pluses of the market, the wedding market. Um, most of the families have been doing things outside, you know, um, especially down in the South, a lot of the families have farms. So they, they've kind of privatized the entire deal. Now. They're not going to the venues or the country clubs to do weddings anymore. They're going to their, to their, their farms. The farms are setting it up there. You know, the tables are six feet apart, this deal. Um, 
they may have the, the, the temperature checks, you know. But they're still they're still moving forward with it, man. The families that can, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I'm grateful for that. You know, like I said, I I, I want to evolve to to making each band a recording artist. You know what I mean? But the reality is, right now, you know, it's what it's what's work. What brings work and what brings the money yeah. into you know to the, each individual that's a part of the project. And that that market has kind of been a staple market for us. Um, right. Because yeah, each I don't know. Each group to be a recording artist, that's great, but that takes uh, development. You know, that takes a little time. You know, yeah, that so takes a whole other deal. Yeah. 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 You have to kind of really pace yourself in that direction so that you don't try to just, okay, okay, we're going to start recording. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that may not work yeah. out. But you know, what I, you know what I think? You know what I think? Is, hey, you know what I think is missing, man? I think, and, I, and this is what I see, this is what I should see every weekend works. Every weekend. Tina Turner works every weekend right. i mean i don't care if it's old young a tina turner a tina turner artist right now would blow people away i'm not talking yeah. beyonce not right, I mean, right. i'm talking mm -hmm. tina Turner. yeah it would blow people away and oh. and and in and, and a in a, a voice like david ruffin uh-huh in a oh. in, in, these days will blow people away yeah yeah, yeah. well you went back to so it's almost like soul thing. that's it man that's yeah. it you know, it's almost that's that's what this yeah, time is making right. us do. Return to a, back to a time where it was a real, a real deal, a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, artists were nurtured, artists were, mm -hmm. were were developed as opposed to an overnight success type deal. You know what I mean? Right. And I right. think what happens too, uh, a lot of the songs that are going on now don't don't match the personality of the artists. Exactly. So you, you, you're not even feeling they they don't feel what they're singing, and you're not feeling what they're giving you. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. Um, and so even even a band like Earth, Wind, and wow. Fire, even a band like Earth, Wind, and Fire, if we if if the band came out right now that was a spitting image of Earth, Wind, and Fire, they would dominate the market right now. There's nothing yeah. to compare. Edwin it to. and I were having that same conversation yesterday. We were having okay. that conversation yesterday. <laughs> so, I you know I'm looking at I'm looking down the same road you are. Yeah. Kenneth. I'm looking down the same road you are because it just because. It's it's what the people are hungry for, but they don't know it because they've been they fed so much of this other stuff. Yeah, you know, yep. I totally I, agree. Something that's authentic, something that is organic. Yeah, something that is from the heart and soul of the human experience. Yep. Can yep. you imagine what that's going to look like? I could just see just a huge explosion yep. taking place if somebody yep. was to say, "Enough is enough." Yeah, we can't keep going down this road. We can't keep around this road. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, there, there's a, you know, there's a, of course, you know, the world is pretty large, and there is a, there is an audience for everything. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not about it. But to make uh, to make the uh, the public or the mainstream uh, a little bit more aware of what we're talking about, we're basically, like you said, reaching back mm -hmm. and, and grabbing the elements that were kind of kicked to the side when all the, yeah. all the automation came in. Once, mm -hmm. now that the automation is here and, and it's been here for a while, what people are recognizing is that they lost the human element yeah. along with the automation. Like, yep. for instance, in, in, in your groups that you have, uh, uh, Ken, they, uh -huh. um, you can develop those people into being great musicians and, and singers mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. The type of music that you're doing 
requires discipline. Yeah. That you grew up on. You yeah. Know yeah. It's not yeah. like Cardi B. That's a different kind of thing. You know, I know. What I'm saying? I know. Yeah. You know, that means that uh, 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 what you. Oh, do, you know, we, we, I hate to say it, man, we call those break tunes. When we play tunes <laughs> like that, yeah. everybody just take a break. <laughs> Even the hey, even the bass player. Like, I ain't even playing. Yeah, I'll take a break, you know. Because that's let the DJ play. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But uh, But I mean, you know, material like uh, I'm gonna tell you another song that's a burner, man. Um um The Tramps, what is it? Uh Disco Inferno? Disco Inferno, yeah. By the time that hit right, right there, man. I'm, I'm, but I've seen, you know, I've seen that music. I've seen that music engage five, six, seven, on up to eighty-seven-year-old people in one setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because so, everything in, the, in that music, everything that they're hearing in that music, was relevant to them when they used yeah. to listen to music. Yeah. So, yeah. so therefore, they can they can deal with that, even if it's just the horn lines, the vocal lines. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or the rhythm. Yeah. Or, they can relate to that. It's very and then it's and then it's that intensity that they see a human being creating. It's yeah. like you're creating it right in front of them. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's magic, man. Exactly. It's magic. That's yeah. why I say you have you have a working lab, you know, with the yeah. with the ink with the units that you're yeah. dealing with. And, oh, and you, every, every time I talk to you, man, you be giving me something. You say I got a lab. I'm about to be, about to be Dr. <laughs> well, you do. I mean, that's what it is. That's what I mean. Yeah, in other bro. words, yeah. uh, in other words. You got right now, like you were talking about that Barry Gordon. Yeah, uh, that was the lab, man. It, it yeah. was it was like a, a laboratory for ideas for writers, right. for yeah. songwriters. And then they had another section of the same lab that was for grooming entertainers. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they had that one for just the choreography. Then there's one just yeah. for the yeah. actual outfits that they used to wear. So. Yeah, you have a laboratory, man. You have all mm -hmm. of that with multiple groups that you're dealing with. And at the same time, you're teaching them a discipline that they wouldn't normally have. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Especially when it comes to playing in a, in a band. I've played in many bands coming up. And the, th the, the main thing about the playing in the band is the discipline of the band. You know, you would understand more about people's social or or their environmental life by okay. playing in a band. Because everybody's yeah. coming from a different spot, a uh, social economic sp spot. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So yeah. they behave a certain way, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and it's a lesson, you know? It is. So it is. Got, and now you're in charge of grooming that to make it better than what it would normally be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you, you have a lab. You have and, a lab. And, and all those projects that you have, like I said, you always know people that you can reach outside of that and yeah. to help you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's yeah. a good thing to have the resources, you know, because mm -hmm. you got mm -hmm. it in all circles. You know, yeah. so even if you go younger with younger artists, you still have the same fundamental to teach and direct and mm -hmm. to make things happen. You know, mm -hmm. just under your under your leadership. I got you. So, mm -hmm. so uh, uh, Vaughn, what a uh, you got anything else? Cause I know Bob is from the West Coast, so he, he sees things a little bit differently. You know. Okay. Yeah, I was born on the west on the West Coast, and uh, but uh, you know, unfortunately, since you know how that he said, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
Hey, my my younger brother right now is in in California. He's in the he's retired from the Navy. He loves it out there, man. Okay, he loves it out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's just it's just that I'm 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 here, and it was a transition for me moving to the deep south, and okay. and uh, so you know I've gotten to the point now where it's it's you know um, it's a mission that I'm on to be able to 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 blow you know sound the alarm the horn that this 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 great art form has to be preserved yeah. we need to return yeah. back to what's natural in music we need, yeah. you know i mean it's just it's tantamount because the arts are not are are, are being it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a I, I i'm trying to think of the word edwin i love Ed, the way edwin uses the word uh, uh disenfranchised and and it's okay. a disservice it's okay not doing okay. it right yeah and so you know um it 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 has to be brought back to the forefront you know mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and you know I, i'm as a you know as working at a radio station i have to deal with programming uh, yeah. uh all the time and uh one thing that i i asked my uh the general manager and the programmer of the radio station is concerned i said let me have the flexibility to be able to match up you know what's current to what what was in the past you know okay. i don't have any problem okay. playing you yeah. know um playing a little bit of a, a, a one of my one of my favorite um trumpet players right now is a cat by the name of willie bradley and okay. then, you know back him up with some, with some lee morgan to let to see the connection yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you know that the past sense. with the present yeah and then you got the future with another trumpet player by the name of Elon Trotman. So, mm -hmm. you know, you got these, these things yeah. that levels to this music. Mm -hmm. And there is a cultural generational tie to everything that has been developed in this art yep. form. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. even through vocally, you know, the vocalists do the same thing. There is a generational legacy, a tie yep. to that tree. And yep. so, you know, you can't take you can't cherry pick what you want out of it. Either you take it all as is or leave yeah. it alone. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, that's what I that's what I feel as though the smooth jazz market has done to the music. It okay. separates it. You, you you can't separate it. It is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. But you know, I think like you said, creating categories create money. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like exactly. going to the supermarket and see, and, and look at this washing detergent. You'll see a whole aisle full of different, but all of them do the same thing. All of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yet, there's a there's a, a market for each one. Each so, one. You're right. Each one. You're right. So that's cool. That's 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 that's, that's kind of like uh, putting the damper on the music field because music is mm -hmm. so much more diverse than this liquid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but for the most part. Uh, Kenny, uh, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you look for? Uh, where do you see the music headed as far as uh, you know generations now that are, are being exposed to music? Uh, do you see it uh, that the younger people are actually bringing something that's going to be sustained? You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's say like a bass, for instance. Like a, like I mean a a, a bass. Uh, Fundamentally, uh, as far as mm -hmm. that goes, uh, is it something that will stay here like the Motown sound? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I have a hard time trying to figure out uh, who was uh, who was the, the top 
dog or the top musician or the top group five years ago. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, yeah. During, the, during the Motown yeah. era, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The top yeah. group that was five years ago during the Motown era is still one of the top groups five years beyond that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't yeah. see that in the, what's happening. You know, I think I think what's missing is what you mentioned earlier is that soul, that soul aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, right. What I like, what I like about listening to to the old music is I hear, I hear, I can hear every personality on the instrument. They're they're right. adding to that record. You know what I mean? Whereas the modern day music, you may have no musicians at all on the record. Right. You know what I mean? So like you said, it becomes trendy. It's something that I've heard before. I continue to hear before. Yeah, this ain't nothing. But when you listen to an old record, like, for instance, when I'm listening to the Stylistics or the Delphonics, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel mm-hmm. their soul, man. You can feel that record. You can feel them singing to whoever they're singing to. And I think if we could, if we could somehow, like you said earlier, reconnect that soul part to the, to the playing part or the singing part, we, we'll be there. We'll be yeah, there. I think, and I think the way you do that really is to put it in the schools again. And the schools. I don't know yeah. what that, well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. For us, schools and churches. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, ch- I think. I think when we churches, changed, Yeah, when churches. we changed our church music, I see our church. Our church music totally changed too, man. Okay. You give, know us, I mean? some, give us. Give us. Go. Come on. Give us all that information because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still. I'm still back there with. Wait a minute. Church music. Man, or what? You know. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you my favorite. You know what? My favorite album to this day is man. And I grew up listening to it because I grew up in a in a, in a Pentecostal church, you know, home, and so I couldn't really listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire first. So you know who I listened to? The Hawkins family. Okay. Love Alive oh, yeah. and all oh, those yeah. man, dude, yeah. dude. Them records saved my soul, man. Yeah. I mean, really, because I mean, the music was just as alive as anything that was going on on the secular level. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, and and then you know, I got to the point where I understood secular. It, it just means outside the church. It don't mean right. it's bad. It's just right. outside the church. Right. And so, um, yeah, man. If we so get if we get that soul, like, if we get that soul back in the church music, oh, we 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 won. We won. Tell me, tell me something now, now now because you, you made me think of something. Uh, in the in where they're doing it at in church now, uh, how is it that you're gonna lose that soul from a church? I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, how did that happen? You. you I help think help, I think we left. <laughs> I think we left. You know what? I think we left from doing choir music. Okay. We left the whole choir and went to praise and worship. Right? Okay. Okay. And yeah. praise and worship yeah, that, became, that'll do it. That'll do it. That has pra- praise it. and worship became yeah. unified from every church. Every church was doing the same thing, man. You know what I mean? So it's almost like almost there like the no choirs. There are no choirs performing in church on Sundays, and I just no don't choirs. get it. I no just choirs. don't get it. But is yeah, praise and worship yeah. service has taken over. But isn't yeah. that, all, but isn't yeah. that also uh, uh, one of the things that, uh, like you said, the, the praise and worship by it being different from the choir, uh, with uh, is that the same thing that you're saying when it changed? It changed our dynamic uh, of the music in church, the praise groups. Well, I think I think that's that sounds more like what you know you were saying about the secular group, uh, the mm-hmm. type the type of rhythms that the praise group to you is the same as what secular well, group is based. For on, me, right? for me, I mean, I, I appreciate all the worship, but it, it's like the choir evoke a different kind of emotion out of me. When I hear when I hear a hundred voices singing a melody, you know what I mean, right? And, and interacting like that, it's 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 something that 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 
It becomes heavenly. from a groove. Yeah. It becomes heavenly. Yeah. You know? yep. <laughs> yeah. There you right. go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I and, and you know, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like an ingredient when you start taking different ingredients out of a recipe, you know, after oh, yeah, a while. You change the taste. You change the whole taste of it. Yeah. Right. You change the whole you taste of it. Taste. No doubt. Yep. yep. And, and and like even with jazz, like mm-hmm. we talking about smooth jazz, there there's a place for traditional like when I came when I went to Clark, we could we couldn't play smooth jazz. Right. We had to play we couldn't we couldn't play anything. Not as long as one was there. Pat, no, Pat nah, you wasn't gonna do that as long as Pat. Pat wasn't having it, man. <laughs> I remember one of the cats tried to work playing electric bass, man. They were like, nah, dude. Nah, man. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, that 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 connect you with your sound and your horn and your instrument to in, in a way that 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 you really have to listen to. You know what I mean? It's just a different, it's just a different connection, different relationship. Right. So but it's yeah, it's all it's I all music. Well, once it well once the, the uh, once the soul comes back to church, I think it's going to come back into mainstream. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. it is yeah. no I choice. Say, speaking of the church, that I had my first concert. Um, it was so so funny. My wife took me to a concert that I had no idea I was going to, and she said it's going to be a surprise. Okay. And this is when we were dating, and I was, you know, it was kind of like, you know, I knew about the Hawkins family. I knew about Andre Crouch. Yeah, yeah, all of these you know great gospel singers back in California when I was growing up, and so I got here, and she took me to this concert, and I had no idea who I was seeing, and okay. she got me in there, and I saw the post on the wall. I said, "The Winans." Oh I'm yeah, to see the Winans. Yeah, yeah. And so when I it, let me tell you something. It it pretty much changed my whole direction yeah. in terms of that talent that mm-hmm. exists on that yeah. level. Yeah. I was so blown away and overwhelmed by what I saw. I went out and bought their first three albums plus the current one that was the yeah. Yeah. And I said, this is too much. And then yeah. along came Commission. Commission. You yeah. know, with Fred Hammond and all them. And I yeah. said, I'm in I'm I'm in heaven. I'm literally in heaven. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the harmonies, I mean them they they're yep. like uh, they're like the five blind boys and 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 the gospel Jordanaires back in the day, yeah. and they have yeah. just. You know, and Fred Hammond will tell you to this day, his biggest influence as a musician was George Duke. Was George Duke, well, you know, I think about I think about the city that they came out of too, man. Detroit, Detroit was producing. Detroit, produ- oh my gosh, yes, yeah. yes, they're still doing it in Detroit. They're still doing it. You're right. You know, You're right. still You're doing right. it. You know. Yeah. And I'm not a big hip hop fan, but uh, I think a lot of it had to do with the cat by name Jay Dilla. You okay. Know what yeah. He was doing I remember Jay Dilla. I remember Jay Dilla. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Jay Dilla. Yeah. You know, he had his own. He had you his know, own so style and sound and everything. Yeah. Own yeah. style. Own style altogether. You know. Now, and he just now tell me something. Now, me what was already hey, out there, and, and and just made hits out of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Vaughn, what would you say? What what would you give me an example of a soul artist from the West Coast, like a soul artist, like growing up? Who, who, who give me a, like a name, like a soul artist? Oh wow! You know, I would have to say, who fits that that mold? Well, I, you know, it, it really would have to be like in the in the seventies to me, more okay. so than the sixties. Okay. Um, 
Who would you say? Because the sixties had such a pop sound. Okay. You know, in in Cali at that time, but the seventies, you know, and I'm thinking about uh, uh, Solar Records, and it really wasn't one individual. It was just the music that was produced by Leon Silvers. You Leon know, Silvers. Leon I got Silvers. You. I got you. That inner city. L.A. sound that was so okay. prevalent when he signed on to work and do production work for Solar Records. Now his family, the Silvers, I know I'm here Silvers, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but, but when he galvanized that 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 core musician group that he had at Solar Records, mm -hmm. you know, with Steve Shockley on guitar and all okay. these other cats that he had. Steve Shockley was a guitarist for Lakeside at the time, and okay. he had that rhythm section. You know, it was it was just magic because. You know, yeah. at the time, it was like that was prior to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. That was prior to uh, um, uh, um, uh, that sound out of, of Virginia, you know. Uh, oh, with, uh, with, uh, with uh, um, Timberlake, Timberland, Timberland, and, and uh, Timberlake, Timberland. No, no, nah, uh, I know you're talking about. Uh, even prior to Timberland. Um, uh, you're talking, about Teddy, you talking about uh, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, yeah. 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 All of that, what what Leon was doing, you know, with Shalimar and, um, uh, you know, it just it, uh, Lakeside and all of these bands okay. and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Even, even, you know, some of the best, good, I call garage bands were doing it, like War on yeah. the West Coast. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we would get yeah. a lot of stuff out of Oakland, like Tower I'm Power. Tower Power, Power yeah. 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 You know, uh, Frankie Beverly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, so all of that stuff was filtered down through the state. And so, you know, to me, I can't really say one particular artist, but it mm -hmm. was like a galvanized effort. That's that California soul is a special thing. It's yeah. always has been. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking I was thinking about all of the hip hop that I've heard from the West Coast, right? And and the samples mm -hmm. that they've used. And I think about the hip hop from the East Coast and the samples they've used. A lot of the hip hop, the samples from the East Coast is James Brown. Otis Redding, you know, those voices, Ray Charles. Yeah. But I list, I heard a lot of uh, Johnny Guitar Watson. I heard a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of Johnny Guitar Watson when I was to a lot of You know who's the second most sampled artist um, in the history of hip hop right now? You wouldn't believe it if I told you. Tell me, tell me. Bob James. Bob James? Yeah. Bob James. I can believe that. I can believe that. Yeah. I can believe that. Bob he James, has so many rules, man. Now, Bob, James, <laughs> Bob James is, you know, because uh, uh, Wu-Tang, Ghostface Killer, all those guys, they okay. took Nautilus and stretched it out, you know, his his, his single Nautilus he did, yeah. and then it became a, a, a plethora of, of, of hip-hop artists started Everybody multiple yeah. Job, uh, yeah. uh, Bob James singles. I got you. You know, gotcha. and like you said, James Brown is top of the line, but Bob James is right behind him. Okay, okay. But that's that, that's that East Coast West Coast difference. Um, you know, yeah. Bob James uh, had more of the popish, you know, uh, sound. That feel uh, mm -hmm. you can get all these different elements that you can kind of put in your music that wouldn't interfere. You know what I'm saying with the uh, with the heavy he, soul sounds from the East Coast and the West. Yeah. He surrounded himself with all of those other studio musicians with CTI. Yeah, okay. and, and, yes. and, you know, he, yeah. he, he was very thankful to Gary King, who was his bassist. And, 
that baseline for Nautilus is like legendary, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. that's what he's, you know, Bob James is highly thankful for all those brothers that were working <laughs> with him out of New York. No doubt. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. So what, uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do, uh, uh, Kenny, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, man. Uh, oh man, I've enjoyed this, man. And, I'm and, uh, and uh, can you give uh, everybody out there checking us out, uh, some information on how to get in touch with you, how to follow you and so forth. Okay. Um, my IG is Studio 7 ATL. My Facebook page is Kenneth Faison. Uh, my band page is www.atlantashowstoppers.com uh, and purepartyband.com. Okay. And, and, and uh, that's, uh, and, you, and you have any music they can uh, go to to find out what you've been doing? Um, if you go... You could download the Shindellas. That's a that's the, the group I'm working with currently. Um, they have a new single out called Money, which is real nice. Okay. Um, what's the name? And again? also, what's the name again? What's the, the name? Shindellas. Shindellas. Yeah, Shindellas. Oh, oh, Shindellas. Shindellas. Yeah. Oh, Shindellas. Yeah, I got. I was say you need to spell that because it was hard for me to hear what you were saying. Oh, I'm sorry. S H I N D E L L A S. Okay then. Shindellas, and then and then Lewis York. Lewis York, uh, the, the the CD is called the American Griot. We did the horns on that one too. Okay, they can check that out on YouTube or Spotify or what? All of the all of the available, yep, all of those all platforms. platforms. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Vaughn, uh, you know what to do. Yep, you can find me at jazzbeatsradio.com. That's the uh, web page for the radio station. Uh, my show is called Soulscapes. Uh, on Jazz Beats Radio, and uh, my show runs Saturdays and Sundays from 12 noon to 4 p.m. And also, I have my Instagram page, which is Vaughn Coulter, and also um, my YouTube um, webpage uh, site is uh, Soulscapes on Jazz Beats Radio. You can find me there as well. And of course, you know, you can find me at Edward Williams. Uh, you can find me at yesjazzmatters.com. And make sure when you go there, like us, uh, subscribe to us. Uh, check out the Jazz Matters store. Uh, at the Jazz Matters store, we do apparel similar to this, which you can see Jazz Matters t shirt stuff, sweatshirts, <laughs> uh, hoodies. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, we even got hot sauce. Uh, so for, for all you hot sauce <laughs> love, we got there. Go out there and got the hot sauce. I know. Whoa. Yeah, I figured that would get you. Yeah, we, yeah, and uh, just go there. Uh, that's yesjazzmatters.org, and, uh, and and go. Also, don't forget go to the donate page and uh, mm-hmm. donate something. We are five hundred one secret. So um, until the next time, Kenny man, we'll get you back in here with things actually Thank open you, up a little bit. Good time, man. Sure uh, we'll make sure that uh, once everybody starts rolling again, you know, we're gonna, because I know you're gonna be doing different things by then, and yeah. uh, and we're gonna keep up with you as much as possible. And Vaughn, same thing, you can sign off, you know, when, uh, when peace you, to uh, you, Kenneth. brothers. Kenneth, it's been you a brother. pleasure, man. Right. Pleasure, man. Nice to meet you, man. All right, man. All uh, right. and that'll do it for us until uh, the next Jazz Matters. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe.